Hi, this is Mark Raven. This is episode 32 of Lean Blog Audio for March 11th, 2015. Today's post is titled, It's Patient Safety Awareness Week, and I was surprised that this video made me cry. Now, uh, this, this post might miss a little bit of context being um, audio only, so I'll invite you when you get a chance. Uh, come to leanblog.org slash audio32 if you'd like to see links or uh, the video in question. But this week is the annual Patient Safety Awareness Week, and it's uh, you know presented by the National Patient Safety Foundation, a nonprofit that I like and uh, have uh, supported in the past. Now, as lean thinkers, I, I hope we'd recognize that the amount of patient harm and death that's caused by preventable medical errors is a huge problem, not just in the United States where estimates range, wide range of estimates for anywhere from 44,000 to 400,000 Americans who die each year due to medical mistakes. Uh, and this is a problem in other countries as well. Now, when we ask, why is there so much harm? You know, there are many answers. You know, there, there's causes and root causes. There's no simple answer to the question of why so much harm occurs and why sometimes it seems like not enough progress is being made. You know, one contributing factor, I think, is the lack of public awareness about this problem and, uh, and the scale of it. So uh, I call this the patient safety crisis, and I think it's also the biggest crisis that nobody really knows about. You know, I think the lack of awareness leads to a lack of pressure to improve. Not that you know, pressure to improve is ever enough on its own to fix a system, but I, I think that pressure is necessary. And uh, you know, I think we, we have a long way to go. It's, it's easy, as a, I've blogged about recently, for hospitals to say, uh, they always make patient, uh, patient safety a top priority, but we need to hear more stories about how um, hospitals actually live that every day. How do they make patient safety a top priority? Now, as somebody who works in hospitals, um, someone who's on the board of uh, the Louise Batts Patient Safety Foundation, uh, myself, and, and one who pays attention to news stories about patient harm, it's easy to get discouraged and feel down about the state of patient safety. You know, too many errors seem to get repeated in different hospitals. Um, too many uh, of the organizational culture factors that are known to inhibit safety improvement seem to go unaddressed. And, and when this, these stories do get covered in the news, um, the, the incidents uh, tend to get reported as one-off errors as opposed to um, ongoing systemic problems. So bad systems and processes along with chaotic work environments and fatigued staff lead to a great deal of harm. Uh, organizations that, as they say, name, blame, and shame, um, they, they do more to get people to, to then hide and cover up risks and problems than they do to really improve safety. Now, there are uplifting moments where you see the potential of healthcare safety improvement through lean and other methods. I've worked with hospitals where problems like pressure ulcers or uh, bed sores, as they're often called, were pretty quickly reduced by 80%. Now, there are so many case studies and stories being told at conferences about 70 to 90 percent reductions uh, in different types of harm. It, it's possible to improve, but I think we're just not seeing enough of it in enough hospitals to really make a dent in the national harm figures. We have pockets of success, but we, we need more of it. So recently, you know, within our team at Kinexus, we've been having discussions about um, the, the book by Simon Sinek titled um, start with why, how great leaders inspire everyone to take action. And we've been articulating our why statements, you know, why we do the work that we do. 
Um, helping patients and caregivers ranks at the top of the list for me. And we share that passion um, within Kinexus for helping people who want to improve. So while thinking about this, again, as I call it, the patient safety crisis the other day, I was feeling a bit down. And I looked on YouTube for success stories or inspiring stories about nurses caring for patients. You know, I, I was working from home, so I didn't have a hospital Gemba to go visit at the moment. And, you know, I found a video um, that, that features kids and hospital staff, mostly kids, who are patients at the Children's Hospital at Dartmouth-Hitchcock. Um, and, and they're doing, in the video, a lip sync to the song Roar by Katy Perry. And, you know, even if you don't care for her music, you know, you can watch the video on mute. Um, again, you know, if you go to leanblog.org slash audio32. So, you know, I, I'm afraid to admit that when I watched the video, I, I started bawling, um, crying pretty uncontrollably about a minute into it. And, um, you know, seeing those brave kids, those sick kids who, who are fighting all sorts of diseases that I've never had to face, you know, uh, seeing their smiles and their ability to have fun and, and to see the nurses and the managers who work so hard to take care of those kids. And, you know, the, by the way, those people work far harder than they have to and they don't get treated as well as they should. You know, it's easy to start crying on all of their behalf. You know, the video, of course, is not depressing on its own. I mean, you know, but seeing those faces made me think about those who battle back from their disease, you know, only to die as the result of a preventable medical error. And, you know, I, I did a podcast uh, last year with Chris Jerry, whose daughter's Emily was one of those kids who died unnecessarily as, as she was right on the uh, on the verge of beating cancer. So, you know, the kids in that video, they're, they're far more brave and tough than I've ever had to be. And, and so are the people who work, um, the people who work so hard to care for them. Uh, you know, they're great people working in broken systems. And, you know, there, there are so many bad news stories in healthcare. It, it does sometimes get a bit overwhelming. And, and a lot of these are stories that are shared privately with me. I, I had somebody email last week asking basically, um, you know, how can we succeed with lean and quality improvement when our province is laying off people and outsourcing jobs because it's cheaper? You know, there, there are too many stories about people whose loved ones have been stolen away because of preventable medical errors. That's the Louise Batts story and the reason that foundation uh, was started. And there are far too many people who watch, you know, for example, our Kinexus webinars and they, they email and they ask, you know, how can I create a culture of continuous improvement when my managers don't listen to my ideas? You know, so there, there are still so many things I think unnecessarily wrong in healthcare. These are preventable management errors, if you will. But I think in the future, if I ever get down or start somehow feeling sorry for myself, I'm going to watch the kids in that video and, and, and try to roar a little bit myself. So I want to thank everybody for the work that they do in healthcare to take care of these kids and to everybody who's helping improve healthcare. Uh, let, let's never forget that we want to do our best to help others roar and do the best job that they can. Podcasts are sponsored by Kinexus, where we're passionate about helping the world improve and innovate more effectively with our web-based software. Learn more at www.makeimprovementhappen.com.